Easter card this morning. Thank you, Alan. Bless you. <laughs> good. Well, it's good to be with you this morning. I don't know whether you picked up, the, but through the worship, uh, there was a theme of salvation. There was a theme of uh, God being the light to the world and uh, a theme of love. And we can pretty much wrap that up in a very well-known verse of Scripture that says that God has so loved the world. That's you, that's me, that's your neighbor, that's the person down the road, the next county, the next country, and right across the world. That he gave his son, his only son, that we might have life. And uh, that that's kind of really wraps up what, what it's all about. And uh, the love of God is an amazing thing. It cannot be contained. We cannot imagine how big it is. Uh, we cannot uh, really concept the amazingness of it all, uh, he is an amazing God and his saving grace uh, uh, that is pulled out uh, from his love uh, for us that he went to the cross to die for our sins. So um, I've been out in Albania for uh, many, many years now uh, and I've been heading up an organization that's called Spark Ministries in Albania, that is Shkendia. You can sort of see the spelling of that there at the back. Um, and uh, we're really a children's evangelistic uh, mission, so I can't talk too, too much, but I'm going to bring a little bit of an update uh, to you today of, of what God has been doing in these recent uh, years. Um, if we think on Acts, I'm really excited, and I want to just bring my thanks to you as a church that you faithfully support me uh, month after month and uh, send me encouraging uh, clicks and things like that on Facebook, and uh, that you are a part of something bigger. And sometimes we can we can forget that. You know, in Acts, where it talks about uh, that we're to wait for the Holy Spirit, it talks about waiting in Jerusalem, uh, and catch the word "and" there, uh, and uh, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the world. Notice there, it doesn't say then to reach Jerusalem, then the next place on, then the next place on, then the world. But it says, and. And there's a sense in which the church together, it should, it should be focused on a global thing. So your neighbor, uh, but your neighboring country and around the world. That our prayer life, our, um, uh, the way that we think about things, uh, the way that we um, operate should not exclude the, the other places in, in, in the world. We're in this together. And thank you so much that this assembly is a part of what is happening out in Albania. And that is your expression. Uh, so I value your, your prayers as well uh, as I go back to Albania, which I'll bring a few prayer points towards the end. So um, who was here last year when I showed a video? Uh, it was about a four-minute clip of the actual outreach van uh, okay, good number of you. So this is kind of one of our recent and biggest uh, projects. Uh, we bought a van, uh, converted it, side flips up, platform flips down, flat screen, puppet theater, all that kind of thing. And uh, we partner with local churches. We train them. We get them excited about the opportunities of reaching children in their local neighborhood. And then we actually go out with them, with the van, to do outdoor outreach. And we run a cycle of like uh, 10 weeks, week by week, the same place, same time, in that community, with that church. 
uh, doing outdoor outreach, that it builds routine, it builds um, uh, knowledge, uh, relationship with that community, builds trust, with the idea that after the 10-week cycle, that it naturally just moves into the church building and continues. So we've now done four cycles four cycles of uh, the, the outreaches. We've partnered with 15 churches with the project, but also uh, on other one-offs, so a total of 24 churches that we've partnered with in these past um, two years, in the four cycles that we've done. And uh, so far, uh, we've kind of like kept a note of, of names and numbers and things like that. And uh, so far, just in those four cycles, so really a short period of time, uh, we have reached out to 4,519 children. That is quite a significant number. And just thinking about the long term of that, you know, year, year after year. year. Uh, in my, you probably won't remember, but in my video clip, I kind of threw this little comment in at the end. And, you know, I believed it with faith at the time that I was saying it. But sometimes when I listen back at that, I do a little bit of a Sarah laugh. But I said, do you know what a Sarah laugh is? Okay, some of you know what a Sarah laugh is. But I say, like, reaching this nation, the nation of Albania, reaching this nation is actually a tangible reality. They're big words. But, uh, you know, through this project and the other things that we are doing out, out in Albania, I uh, just see how God is actually you know, bringing uh, that into fruition by partnering with churches, equipping them, helping them, encouraging them, uh, that actually we're seeing, we're seeing this, this, you know, happen. So that's all very, very exciting. So uh, the ministry of the van still continues. Uh, we're going to be doing two more cycles in the capital city, and then we're going to be transporting it to other areas of Albania. So um, we're not just for the capital city. We have a national call on our ministry. So it's exciting to hear what God is doing through the uh, van project there. Uh, but I'm going to bring a short update on uh, camps. Uh, who here has ever been to a camp? One or two. Okay. No, maybe about half. Okay. Camps are fantastic. And camps are a really good tool uh, for... Somebody's shaking their head then. They're not sure. Have you been a volunteer at camp? That's why she's shaking her head. Camps are hard work for volunteers. <laughs> uh, but they are really, really successful in... Um, in just taking somebody out of their normal entrapments, normal surroundings, and putting them in uh, a God-soaked atmosphere for a reasonable length of time, you know, up to a week is how, what we do our camps at. You know, God moves. Uh, and uh, we've seen some really exciting things, what God has done uh, through our camps over the years. And so we, we were able to do camp uh, this year. So I'm just going to bring a little... Uh, something that we were able to do this year, it's very special. Uh, we've got a little girl in uh, Xinjiang, which is where we first uh, started our, our uh, ministry, a small seaside resort that uh, uh, Ruth knows very well. Um, and we've got a little girl called Ola. Uh, Ola has had a challenging life. She has cerebral palsy. Uh, her mum uh, and neighbor would bring her into our children's uh, meetings because she could not walk unaided. Um, and uh, she would come uh, week in, week out, uh, and uh, she got saved. Um, and um, she comes along to a camp with her, with her mum. Oh, gosh, I've just realized something. 
I asked Jacob, to, <laughs> Nathan, sorry, to count how many errs I do. I've just realized I've done a whole roll of them. <laughs> Better not tell me at the end. <laughs> so, where was I? A little... Ola, thank you. So Ola, uh, she comes along to the, our camps uh, with her mum, and uh, we were able to do something really special for her this, this year at camp. Last time I did a, a newsletter, uh, earlier on in the year, I just put a little, because she's growing up now. She first came along when she was about six years old, uh, but she was 14, uh, so teenager, uh, needing obviously more of her independence. And uh, I just put a little short paragraph in my newsletter uh, at the beginning of the year and just made a bit of a, an appeal at uh, beginning of last year, sorry. I made an appeal. Does anyone, can anyone uh, give uh, into a, a, a project which would help us to get a uh, posterior walker and a mobile uh, scooter for Ola that she would be able to walk around unaided in a home and uh, be able to get to, to school um, and be a part of normal society. It's really difficult in Albania. It's, it's, um, it, it's not easy. Uh, children like, like Ola are usually shut away because they're an embarrassment to their, to their, to their family. So families tend not to, to, to take them out. In fact, just before coming away, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, a, a lady, a young girl, uh, maybe 20 years old, that's in a wheelchair... Um, she, their, their family washing machine broke down. And uh, so the repairman was coming out to fix it. As soon as the family heard the knock on the door and thought, okay, it's the repairman, uh, they, they wheeled her into the bedroom, closed the door, and, and shut her off. Uh, because it, it's difficult. It's tough for, for uh, in Albania, people with, with these kind of needs. Uh, it, it's slowly changing. Uh, but we wanted to do something positive in Ola's life because where she'd received uh, Jesus and, and was spiritually uh, healed, uh, we wanted to bring some practical help to her uh, life as well. So uh, we're just going to see a little video. We were able to present her. Uh, somebody from this assembly actually helped sponsor uh, Ola's um, uh, scooter and, and, and walker. So we've got a little video of Ola. Uh, we were able to present it to her at camp, and uh, it was it was it was exciting to see. She still needed our plate. She was just learning. supposed to be the hands of Jesus. So while we're bringing uh, spiritual hope to, to people's lives, uh, where there are needs, we need to bring practical help as well. You know, the Bible in Galatians uh, 6, 9, it says, let us not get weary of doing good. So let, uh, just to encourage you where there are people around you in need, uh, neighbors, colleagues, and let's be open to God 
just using us uh, in a practical way uh, to help those around us uh, in need. So just keeping on the theme of camp, as I mentioned when I opened up, that camp is really one of our success stories. We've seen many amazing things happen in our camp ministry. And I felt um, nine years ago that God uh, speak to me to say, uh, Rachel, you need to build where your success is. Um, Who knows that God sometimes when he speaks is not for then and there. Very often. Um, You know, there's a whole thing of uh, sometimes when God speaks, it's not for the, we live in an instant world. We want it now, you know, with our phones, with our instant, with Google. Oh, I'm not sure about that. Let me Google it and instant Instant answers. We live in a very, very instant world. But, you know, God is, is not always an instant God. His timing is perfect, the Bible tells us. And uh, uh, so nine years ago, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, camp, we need to expand camp. Uh, okay, so we need to look down the whole line of uh, purchasing land and uh, building, building camp. Um, nine years ago. So I started pushing on doors. I started asking around. I started looking at different bits of land. Uh, And I'm cutting a long story short here, but every time the door just closed, 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 closed. I'm thinking, Lord, I know I've heard from you on this. And and I know there's there's something uh, in all of this. So um, closed, closed, closed. Kept kept getting closed doors. Uh, So looking along the coast, uh, Albania has a beautiful coastline. But they're trying to obviously develop tourism. Uh, number of doors closed on me. You know, a piece of land I was looking at, and then caught wind of a nightclub being built next door. Thought, right, that's not really good, is it? You know, nightclub trying to kids in tents, 2 a.m. in the morning with worldly music pumping out. No, that's not that's not that's not for me. That's not what God's got for us. It's not His best. Um, number of different situations and. Uh, I came to the conclusion about four years ago that, okay, maybe I need to think differently about this and not think about coastline and sand and sea and and that kind of thing, but think more like kind of mountains and and lakes. Uh, And spending quite a bit of time on Google Earth, fascinating, and, you know, go flying around everywhere and nooks and crannies and everything else like that, and located uh, a a lake up in the north, a beautiful, beautiful area. Uh, so thought well, let's let's have a little look around around that area. But um, this area, it was in communist time. They built a dam across the valley. There was people all living in the valley, and uh, they moved everybody out of the valley uh, and moved them to a different area of Albania and flooded the valley for hydroelectric uh, power. Uh, so there's one or two houses that were built higher up the mountain that uh, you can actually see uh, today. But the thing is, there's no one around there. Uh, no one lives around around the lake. So I knew I don't know the zone. Albanian culture is a man's world. Uh, so little Rachel, female, foreign, to go and try and find out about land is not really going to happen. So I knew and was trusting God for uh, an Albanian middle man that would be trustworthy, number one, uh, knows how to negotiate, number two, that would know uh, who would be the people uh, because the land is only the people's land on paper. When communism came in, they took everybody's land and it was only theirs on paper. So who was there around communism time and knew who the neighbors were? So I was kind of believing God for this, for this middleman. Tried a number of different things. There's a, nine miles away, there's a, there's a big town, the fifth 
biggest town in Albania, uh, Škoda. Uh, there's a number of evangelical churches there asking around there. Anybody in your congregation that knows anything about this area and might know who has land and you know, could be a good, trustworthy person? Nothing, 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 nothing. Closed door, closed door, closed door. I found myself in June uh, at a board meeting. You know, I've got to give a report on things and just lifting my hands up and saying, I have no idea. Nine years, nine years, nothing. I've tried everything. I don't know what else to do. I don't know where else to go. I don't know who else to talk to on this one. It was kind of put to a back burner. And uh, in the new year, it's obviously a time often we're thinking about future and plans. And I'd got my 2016 planner out and sticking all the stickers and writing all the bits and bobs in. And uh, so thinking about future and just seeing where we'd come from. And I, are you counting the years? <laughs> and uh, I saw somebody smirking. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought, you know, we're in a good place right now. Okay, we're settled in Tirana, the van ministry, you know, that's kind of ticking over nicely and everything. And who knows that God doesn't allow you to be comfortable for very long. Uh, you know, he always want his, wants to take us on to the to next thing. And usually the next thing is usually a big thing. So I find myself, you know, Lord, what, what, is, what is the next thing? We're in a good place right now, but what, what, what is next? What have you got for us next? So I wanted to tie a few things up before I came uh, over to the UK. So just a few weeks ago, and uh, thought, okay, I need to get my camp dates for you know the place that we rent and things for for next year. Get them all uh, concluded and everything before I go to the UK. And you know, quotes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I come out of that meeting, was going on to another meeting at the Campus Crusade building, and um, in walks a guy, Alton, Albanian guy, man's man. Family man, good, solid Christian, finance manager of Campus Crusade. And um, we're just having general conversation. Oh, yeah, I've just come out of a meeting for, about camp. And, uh, yeah, well, we're doing it next year, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, oh, we've just, as Campus Crusade, we've just bought land. Because, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're getting excited about camp ministry, et cetera. And uh, it's, um, it's along the coast. Uh, and uh, actually, you know, while we're at it and we're talking, would you be able to help us kind of set it up? And I said, well, I'll, I'll, set, I'll sit on a, on, a, on a table and just help advise and, uh, you know, ask you questions so you can make decisions and things like that. And kind of came to the end of that com- conversation. I just happened to slip in there. Really excited that you've, you know, found land and going ahead with this thing. Camp ministry is brilliant. And, and actually, we've been looking for land uh, for like about nine years and as of yet, you know, not really, not really got anywhere with it. And, uh, uh, yeah, but actually I've come to the conclusion that we, we don't really want to go down the coastline of things because what the coast looks like right now is not how it's going to look in 10 years' time. But I'm thinking more kind of mountains and lake. And before I could get anything else out, he says, oh, yeah, me and my family, we've got, we've got land on Valladeus Lake, which is the exact lake I've been looking at. And uh, I mean, I was kind of excited, but I was kind of annoyed as well at the same time. I don't know, a lot of, you know, different feelings going through me, but I, I almost, <laughs> I almost felt like slapping him and saying like, where have you been the past four years? 
Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's exciting and scary. And I don't really know what God is going to be doing with all of this. Uh, but he's got two bits of land, him and his family. One they're not willing to sell, one they are willing to sell. But o- not only that, uh, the area where I was uh, more homed in on, uh, where there are three abandoned houses, so it's easier for, for building permission, uh, where there's a natural spring uh, and is on a flatter, flatter plain. Um, he, has all, he had all the numbers and everything of the people and had managed to speak with them before I even left the country. So when I go back, that's obviously one of the, one of the big things I'm looking into. So I'd really uh, covenant your prayers uh, with me on this. This is a big thing. It's huge. For me, this is huge. If I thought like the van ministry uh, setup was a, a huge thing, this is probably 10 times the size. Um, it, it's big and, it's, and it's, it's scary, but it's okay to be scary. It's all right. Uh, you know, I know that God is, is uh, with me and God is leading. And God will not open any doors that is not of him. So just your prayers for godly wisdom, uh, favor over prices and negotiations and, and those first, first steps. So that would, be, that would be really good. I'm going to show you a little clip because four years ago I did a little bit of a video. Four years, four years, uh, quite a long time. Uh, and all of a sudden, like God has opened opened this door. So uh, we're going to see a little video of the of the area that we're looking at, just to give you something visual uh, to look at. So there are quite a few camps that are down south, but if you look to the north of Albania, there's It's interesting as well that I'm linked with two uh, key water sports Christian outfits that do like outdoor pursuits here in the UK. So um, they'd be ready to offer training and, and help and equipment for a lot of water sports as well. So for supplies, people power, volunteers and things, we're not far away from a, a major city. And it is only two hours' drive from the capital city where there is a a third of Albania's population. So it's exciting and scary. So I covet your prayers as I go back uh, on this new, new adventure, I'll say. So uh, God bless you. Thank you for your uh, support and your prayers. Uh, And uh, just to slip in here, you know, if you feel that God has spoken to you on something and you know it's from God and it has still not come to fruition, there is God's perfect timing. That moment where God just brings everything into alignment. Don't give up hope. Don't stop trusting. Keep testing. Keep trying. And in God's timing, 
He will bring it to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, everybody.